son. If you're listening, I'm dead. <laughs> but uh, I left you this podcast. You'll be all right. Just pretend that I went out for smokes. Welcome to the Out for Smokes podcast, everybody. My guest today is one of my oldest friends in comedy. You've seen him on Netflix. You've seen him on Late Night. And on December 30th, he is playing the theater at Madison Square Garden. Yes, Please sir. welcome Nimesh Patel, everybody. Thank you very much for having hey. me, Mike. Congrats, man. Yeah. Thank you. It's a big deal. That was really cool. Did, did your parents good. get emotional? or? Uh... I don't. I don't think any of us are capable of having real emotions. Yeah. <laughs> oh, your parents? Yeah. I mean, yeah. We're, they're like. I think we all fiend like uh, uh, we have like uh, happiness and yeah. pride and all that stuff. But yeah. if they're anything like me for real, it's like okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's like real stoic, but, yeah. which is not necessarily good. Yeah. I, I wish I had more emotional responses to things. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm working through it in therapy right now. The only thing that I brag about to my parents is if I like made money. Yeah, like I'll go like I found forty dollars on the street the other day. I was doing that when like when I was when I started selling out weekends. Yeah, I was like, oh man, it's such a big deal. Yeah, yeah. and I'll they'd be like they'd be like what? And my mm -hmm. sister would be like, you did that in a weekend? I'm like, yeah, it's just crazy out here. Yeah. But then at some point it became like uh, it was every weekend, and they were like, all right, stop bragging about this, right? Oh, um, because they want the new thing. Yeah, they want yeah. the new thing. But yeah. they're still like, my dad's still like. Wow, incredible. I have to work a whole six yeah. months for that. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you tried to make a Schultz. Did you see the Schultz video with his dad? He's uh, like crying to his dad. Oh, yeah. It's you trying to tell your dad. He's like looking at it. He's too busy doing other things. He's yeah. at the liquor store. Like, yeah, oh, that's yeah. great. That's yeah, great. Yeah, son. Yeah. Hey, you can't get him to leave the liquor store. Yeah, I, I really can't, man. I cannot. It's a, it's a been a point of contention for us and our family for a long time. Yeah. It's like, Dad, you got to stop working as much as you do. Yeah. Oh, he's at a liquor store, or he's he, a drunk? He work, he, no. <laughs> he's not a drunk? No, he's not a drunk. Wait, you, you don't know? <laughs> My dad works at a liquor store. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, he's, he's, he's not a lush just hanging out. At, I, 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 you had to, I My, had to work six months to yeah. do what you did. My dad is Homer Simpson yeah. when he got the job at the bowling alley. Um, yeah, well, you know. Go ahead. What were you saying? No, that's it. That's oh, yeah. all I was going to say. Is just, uh, no, they did not get there. I, I imagine they will be emotional day of because yeah. this is the first one where, like, all my aunts and uncles are coming, uh, okay. like, on both sides of the family. Like, all my cousins are coming. Yeah. Um, so I don't have to sell that many tickets because the, the show would be filled. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm just yeah. kidding. I have to sell a lot of tickets. Well, I mean, it's like half an Indian wedding, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to feel like that for sure. Yeah. It's it's going to be a lot. My Literally, my entire family's Yeah. Because Deb and I got invited to your sister's wedding, which I was surprised. Yes, yes. We but those are, just, those are just big weddings. We Well, we wanted to make sure that uh, the people that supported us and our wedding were, were there to celebrate uh my sisters and my sister was so gracious to give us a table because i demanded one and uh we're like all right let's let's invite some of our friends oh, be nice. a good time. Yeah. thanks did y'all do like i went to suba's wedding uh -huh. and uh it was like suba's a, a, married yeah, yeah man. To white, to white, this white dude well she's married to the game yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shout, out, shout out suba yeah, she's married but the to whole the day game. was like they broke up the families into groups and then everybody had to like learn a dance or an act and then did you dance 
No, I no, oh. no, I just watched. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Uh-huh. But then it was but like, don't it was act like, like you three don't days dance. long, two days long. Yeah, yeah, we, it was a three-day Food affair. was amazing. Um, yeah, and it was just nonstop. And again, the thing I did like about it was it forced cousins to have to socialize and like do an activity, not just be like, who the fuck are you? And then play video games. Yeah. It's like, oh shit, we have to remember a dance and care and present it. And yeah, even like yeah. the oldest person has to stand out of their wheelchair and turn around. Right? Yep, yep, yeah. yep. Everyone, everyone gets into it at, at the Indian wedding. So this, I think this might be your first actual Indian wedding. It is, yeah. Yeah, okay, good. So it's Yeah, the, anything I should know or... Nah, just any have, con- have, a, have a great avoid. fucking time. Nice. Uh, uh, you, you'll be... Um, what do I have to wear? Oh, just a suit, unless yeah. you want to wear Indian clothes, in which case we can we can have that arranged. Am I allowed? <laughs> yeah, of course you're allowed to wear Indian clothes. Okay. You could dress up like one of the elephants, maybe. <laughs> it, it Why? Be... What do you mean? I'm like an elephant. <laughs> what are you talking about? He's an elephant guy. Scott, I'm, I've struggled with my weight my whole life. <laughs> Piece of shit. Yeah, we're going to... Shut ha- the fuck up. You're, in, you're invited so uh, uh, the groom can ride you in. Uh, but no, it's going to be fun. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. But thank you for accepting the invite. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, the uh, the most expensive wedding in history is uh, uh, Indian billionaire uh, Mukesh Ambani, uh-huh. I believe. He spent over $100 million to <sighs> for his daughter's wedding. That's mm. fucking nuts. I thought I think the second one was probably another Indian billionaire, who, Lakshmi Mittal, I thought. That's when I was in college. His, I think his daughter or somebody came was at our school. And, and so, like, the people, like, loosely were aware of what was going on with her and their family. And at some point after graduation, she married some guy that she met at um, at NYU, another like scion of some rich-ass Indian family. And uh, their wedding made the news because it was like tens of millions of dollars or something. And we were just like, yeah. what? Who the f- why? What How? are you spending? How? Well, yeah. in, in the Ambani one, they got uh, John Kerry and Hillary Clinton <laughs> came out. And there was like a, a video that went around Twitter of them dancing at the Indian wedding. So they, you know, he made sure to get you just everything. like hire a roster of faces that you would like to see dance at your wedding. Well, I guess so. That's part of it. That's you think they're paid to be there? Uh, maybe. I mean, yeah. I assume they would uh, be given a high degree of luxury. I mean, you know, he's a powerful, connected billionaire. You want mm-hmm. to be his friend. I yeah. probably don't have to pay them to show up, but mm-hmm. they probably know each other already. The Clintons and the Ambani's and all the all the Indian billionaires probably have their hands on all of American politics for sure. Right. Did you go to that Indian temple in Jersey? Did it just open? It just opened. I, it's like the biggest one outside of I, India, right? I have not gone, and I will not go. <laughs> um, what, is there like badness behind Oh, I it? got, like two years ago, it's this, it's this group called BAPS, Okay. Uh, which I don't know exactly what it stands for. Um, but it's not... It's not a cult, but it's a cult because it's 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 not a cult in the sense like there's like ten million of them. Yeah, but it is like this religious sect where you have to give like ten percent of your money and all this kind of stuff. And I was, I got I read a New York Times article. Shout out New York Times. Uh, <laughs> I know you're a big fan of seeing. Shout out. I read this article in the Times about like how they were building this temple. Um, and the FBI kind of raided their uh, headquarters because, or the, the temple itself, like the construction grounds, because it was alleged that... They were the, using a genie's lamp to, <laughs> to get everything. <laughs> More or less, they were using free labor uh-huh. uh, to build this, build this temple. And I, was making, I made fun of that, and I made fun of the fact that like, it's so Indian to 
to yeah. use like free labor to build something and is put it? it it's just like it was a joke yeah, about yeah. like like oh, okay. how they how they make um people feel like they're giving something to God when really they're just giving labor for free mm-hmm. under the guise of uh, this is your sacrifice to God. And I made a joke about that. And uh, a lot of their community got very upset. Right. And they like DM'd me all this kind of wild shit. They said all this kind of crazy stuff. Uh, well, very unholy stuff from yeah, a lot sure. of allegedly religious people uh, saying all sorts of wild shit. And then others were like, just come to the temple. We'll show you. I'm like, yeah, yeah okay, sure. dude. <laughs> I'll come to the temple for sure. And so when it opened, another wave of, uh, like, uh, I think it opened recently, mm-hmm. another yeah, wave of awesome. people uh, DM'd me. Had like, you been continuing to make fun of them? Or is no, it just based, this I, is one time? You I, were one, yeah. I stopped because it was yeah. kind of annoying. It was annoying to wake up every morning to a tag of yeah. uh, people saying, like, oh, fuck you, Nimesh Patel. Like, yeah, yeah. And then, like, it made waves on like all of their kind of Instagram handles, like the Hindu this, Baps that, all this kind of shit. I was like, mm-hmm. this is too annoying mm-hmm. to hear from people who have public profiles with them and their like kids, yeah. telling me to like eat a dick and shit. Yeah. It's like, yeah. <laughs> what? Are, you you are a parent, bro. Because then when it happens, you try to like avoid the mentions, but then you miss when like a porn star follows you, yeah. on Twitter, <laughs> you know? which which always feels really good. <laughs> you know, yeah. I love when a porn star follows you and then you click and she's only following like. 200,000 other people. <laughs> you feel real special. Yeah. Yeah. That hasn't happened to me, I don't think. No. Um, shout out sorry, to bro. the porn stars. If you want to follow me, holla at your boy. Yeah. But yeah, yeah no, I'm should... not going to the temple. They had Aaron Gordon go um, and like be an ambassador. Aaron, Gor- Aaron Gordon? Aaron Gordon's a, a NBA all-star, uh-huh. plays, plays for the Nuggets, won the championship last year. And uh, uh, they had him tour the temple. Um, and like, it looks insane. It looks like it costs hundreds of millions of dollars, which it did, I think. The, what bothered me was years ago when I went to India, the same group has a temple in Delhi. Um, and it's like, I don't know acreage, but it's like acres and acres and acres of land. Um, and this beautiful temple, my mom wanted to go see it. Literally outside of the gates of the temple is just like homelessness like you've never seen and like slums and stuff. And it's like, I, I couldn't reconcile how you could call yourself religious and then still allow that to exist, yeah. literally outside of where you're at, you know. And I know people are like, yeah, oh, problems are problems. Like it's not any one group's. Uh, yeah, it's annoying. You know, yeah. it's just like oh, this is yeah. fucking corny. Like, what am I here for? And then then you also know that like they try to get you to come to the church and try to get you to believe in all their beliefs and stuff. And it's like, right, I'm good, dude. Yeah. Well, Nimesh, I know your uh, your parents left India in the 1970s. Mm-hmm. And was that because uh, socialism is a failed system that destroyed <laughs> India? And actually, it, it's great in theory, but it doesn't ever work in practice, <laughs> as demonstrated by yeah. Indian socialism. That was actually the last thing my dad said before he uh, uh, got on the planes. Like, socialism has failed. <laughs> I'm going to go be a capitalist in India. I mean, in, in, in Newark, New Jersey. Mm. Uh no, they, I mean, they left uh, for the same reason any immigrants leave, for a better opportunity, I guess. And uh, I think in India at the time, late 70s, what had happened when the Brits left India in 1947, after they, they left a, a power vacuum, but they also left this huge system of no one had any idea what to do. 
So there were there was a glut of very smart people. Like people went and got educated. Like the governments then decided we're going to spend millions and millions of dollars to educate our people, get them jobs, get them degrees in physics and math or whatever. They did not create any jobs for the people that had all these high-end degrees. At the same time in America, there was a recession happening. There was the Civil Rights Act. There was Vietnam. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of opportunity people for, needed booze yes and yeah, no one wanted to study science <laughs> and, and, and gas stations yeah no one yeah, wanted to learn how to do surgery yeah. and there was there was this whole there was this whole in america for smart people yeah and it just so happened that you had this glut of smart people yeah um and they all came over and it was kind of this perfect indian matchmaking situation that happened grant yeah. my grant to my dad did not have a college degree or anything he was just here he's like well india's not working out let me try to go to america and nice and uh work my brother's there let me work at the store he's at save a bunch of money maybe try to open up my own store and that's what happened yeah it's interesting it's interesting just the um the idea of like running a business like that like i'm sure it's not maybe it's not the most like creative thing but i'm sure the day in and day out of doing that has to be difficult or have its own challenges or, or you need special types of talents to, uh, you need you to know. really, there's probably like 10 drunks waiting for him to open up shop. <laughs> yeah, every yeah, morning. Yeah, yeah, still yeah. to this day, yeah, it's like, yeah. I got to get to work at 10 o'clock. I'm like, who the fuck are you serving at 10 o'clock? Yeah. He's like, there's yeah. customers. Like they should not be customers, dad. Yeah. You need to send them to fucking hell. Yeah. I would, when I would deliver checks down in like Asbury park and shit, I couldn't, uh, Every liquor store, I couldn't leave it if they weren't open yet because there's like a line, yeah. like an hour before they open, just drunks and shit. Yeah, know? people are just waiting to get fucked up, and it's like that's that's nuts. I think <laughs> what it, the skill that it requires is patience, uh huh, yeah. and a lot of uh, a, the it's a skill to be content and a skill to be okay doing a very monotonous kind of thing, yeah, over and over, and just being like. Finding the the calm and the dignity in that yeah. is a lot of is a lot of skill that is not necessarily taught in schools or whatever. It's right. just like a emotional skill, yeah, uh, or lack of emotion rather. I don't know what it is, but yeah, well, it must be weird running a liquor store, <laughs> running a liquor store because you'll have regulars and then you won't see them for a while and they'll come back and you'll be like, what happened? And they'll say, oh, well, I got my life together for a second <laughs> and then Damn. and then I got divorced <laughs> and now I'm back. Like, Welcome back. <laughs> Is it like a forty percent discount? Yeah. If you, if you do that, right. if you bring in a, a AA chip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just uh, yeah, it must be weird to to know your regulars and kind of uh, it's it's like being a bartender, I guess. For sure, except uh, uh, they're drinking out of a plastic <laughs> bottle. <laughs> except mm-hmm. they're just it's it's less social, I guess. Yeah. They go out. They will just finish the drink outside of the door. Yeah. <laughs> hey. I, hey, look, you got to consume this in the parking lot, okay? Not in the store. I remember my dad told me one time he had a guy, an alcoholic, come in, and I guess it was like one of his last times uh, drinking the way he was because he had reached a peak where he just came in, bought Everclear, and like took a shot of it, mm-hmm. and like went blind, and that was it. Like, <laughs> like he just final went, shot. yeah, the final shot. <laughs> just took everyone. I'm like, Dad, that happened. He's like, Yeah, people drink, dude. I'm like, That's fucking nuts. What a story, dude. Yeah. But there's got to be there's something interesting about like doing that with your life and being like okay this might not be the most glamorous thing mm-hmm. but you still you know you show up every day and and um, yeah you got to find what you got to find the, the joy in it I guess yeah it's it's uh, my dad's just every time I tell him to stop working he's like I love to work I'm just yeah it's just really like, yeah it's just like 
And he's there every day. He's he's behind the behind the counter. Really, six days a week. What does he watch on TV the whole time? <laughs> nothing. He doesn't have the TV running. Uh, no TV. Nothing. It's just. Damn. I mean, it's a. It, he doesn't own this store. One he's working at. He just works there. Oh. We own one in. He owns one in Irvington, New Jersey, but like he doesn't go to that one anymore because okay. that's where he had a gun put to his head. Right. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, there's, there's there's that makes things interesting. The yeah. other fringe benefit of <laughs> being in a liquor store, yeah. it's the trauma experience and, and knowing what it's like to be almost dead. I guess that's a an eye uh, opening experience for sure. But at the liquor stores, just constant flow of people, mm-hmm. which is odd because yeah. I I, can't, I don't know people who buy drinks at like two p.m. but it, people do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he just loves to work, and I think it's because like that's where a lot of older school people de- de- derive their sense of self worth. Yeah, it's like yeah, I'm con- this is my contribution to society. Yeah, yeah. and I, in in Hinduism it says that just work. It does. It's like in the Bhagavad Gita. It's like like the third page. Yeah. It's like do what you think you're supposed to be doing, uh-huh. and don't be attached to the outcomes of your uh, of your labor. It's just like just do the work, and yeah. uh, you will be good with God. And part of me is like, okay, that's a cool thing, but mm-hmm. it also seems like it's probably written by some fucking uh, a, a guy who worked at a liquor store, slave driver. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, some guy okay. was like, no, God says you yeah, should be yeah, working yeah. every day. Right, right, right. <laughs> don't question it. Well, and right. that's like a thing people are saying in Canada because okay, like that hot. Hanuman statue was built at like 55 foot Hanuman statue Mm -hmm. and I guess what like conservative people would say is if you have a country that starts worshipping Hinduism they will submit to the government because Hinduism is like the most submittable and it's like oh I'm not saying that's true but that's what they say no no Uh we can't have a Hindu nation they'll just become slaves to the government you go what (laughs) and they'll like it you go fucking how this is what people say on the internet that's so it's so yeah. odd when like a lot of Hinduism also like at least in the text, it like codifies class. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of hard to be like, oh, yeah, everyone would submit to the government when yeah. e- in the caste system. It says some people are meant to be this. Be that, it. Yeah. Some people are meant to run stuff. Some people are meant to be merchants. And what, is it like 10 things you could be? I have no I don't know Seven? what the yeah, I don't know what the numbers are, but it's not a. It's not the best way to to class to structure your society for sure, but it also yeah. like Hindus are like some of the richest people on the planet and right. like the most go getting motherfuckers there are. So right. I don't know how you would think oh the socialist. Yeah, yeah. But then what do you do if you're at the bottom? Are you just like yeah, this is where I belong? That's the a, that's the that's the that's that's what I that's what, if I consider myself Hindu, mm-hmm. but that's where I have a lot of problems with it. Where mm-hmm. it's like okay, like. Are we, uh, as a group, telling certain people to just be content with their station in life uh, and not be mad about it? And I'm sure that there are enough people who are kind of, I don't want to say brainwashed, but like believe in believe in God so much that that's what they do. And yeah. It's like, yeah, I guess I'm just meant to clean toilets and, and, and just be you know subservient to yeah. the Ambani's or the Mythos or whatever it is, yeah. you know? Yeah. Which is sad. It yeah. bothers me. Uh-oh. Right. It is but. nice to clean toilets and to get a paycheck, though. I'll tell you that. <laughs> is it like applied in government over there, though, or not? Oh, right? I, I have no, no idea. Well, I, I, I don't I, know. I, another thing that I've learned is 
the instant you misspeak about anything going on in India, sure. the all the it's not even bots. It's just people with nothing else to do mm. will start talking. Go, I dare you. When I'm not on this one, on the next podcast, like yeah. when it's just four white guys, mm-hmm. uh, say some shit about India uh, that you know is willfully ignorant, okay, and then put it on the internet and then see what happens. Yeah, okay. <laughs> if you want to get like, if you want engagement farm. If you if you want to if you want to if you want to get downloaded <laughs> and hated on and yeah. like wonder why your YouTube algorithm is all sorts of fucked up mm-hmm. for like weeks and mm-hmm. months. Mm-hmm. Do that. You okay. Just misspeak. We're yeah. on Mark Mayer one day. He's like, "So how did you guys cross the level?" I'm like, "Well, we started going after India." <laughs> yeah. Well, Mark, that's what I'm glad you asked. That's what, dude. I, man, I learned. Congrats, mm-hmm. Indians. Mm-hmm. You broke me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I learned my lesson. Like mm-hmm. there's some shit. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, you know what? It's not worth pursuing this angle of attack. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't care this much about being right. Yeah. To experience whatever the fuck you're gonna throw at me, right? A nation of over a billion people harassing you, <laughs> like not I, something I want to mess with. <laughs> just, we just opened up our YouTube one day. It says one B comments. <laughs> 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 just people, fuck you. <laughs> they don't. They won't even say fuck you. They'll yeah. say some just like some st- like what? what are you like what mm. are you mad at? You know, yeah. like I, I like I got some trolls happening right now because I make fun of Vivek Ramaswamy. Yeah. The the uh, presidential yeah, yeah. candidate. And it's like it's like people from India being mad. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what is who Vivek is the best. <laughs> what dude? You yeah. were you were in India, bro. Is Just, he is he like your Giuliani? No, Vivek is a very competent guy. Yeah. Is a is a smart guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The problem is, is that he represents the kind of Indian person that could have, like, I know this, I've never, I haven't said this on stage yet, but it is something I'm working on. But, like, I know this kind of Indian person, Mm -hmm. the guy that grew up thinking he was uh, a oppressed so to speak right i know because i've been that guy right i remember when i was like 16 i went to this hoity-toity summer camp at johns hopkins university uh for like uh uh, kids who thought it would help them get into college right and i remember think like having an argument with somebody about like oh my dad came here with nothing and he made himself into something and why can't other people, other groups do the same shit? Oh. What what groups, Nimesh? Minorities, <laughs> black black minorities. <laughs> like I remember having that uh-huh. argument. Yeah, yeah. And and thinking like th- like and then being corrected years later yeah. about like and finally understanding, oh no, th- this Indians came here at a very privileged time. We were very privileged people. America was still busy like oppressing black Americans mm-hmm. and other minor and like minorities for real. And we kind of like, yeah. they were busy getting hosed and we're like, okay, we'll take all the other fucking jobs yeah, and shit. Yeah. And, and that, that, that former mentality is the one that Vivek maintains. Yeah. Where he thinks he grew up kind of like poor, so to speak, but like his dad is a psychiatrist yeah. or his dad's a patent attorney and his mom's a psychiatrist. Like right. they're not poor by any means. Yeah. He is against affirmative action, and mm-hmm. even though he took advantage of affirmative action at Yale, and he's like, "Yeah, it's just the system." It's like, yeah. "Oh, so you you're met like, what do you, mm-hmm. who do you not like, and why do you not like them? Yeah, and what are you trying to go around and make happen? Yeah, 
and it's all this kind of like dog whistling about right. other people that really is, is like antithetical to what I believe a politician should be. And the problem is, I think if he's just saying this shit because he's trying to signal to the the right wing white America that yeah. he's the guy. Yeah. Whereas if he just yeah, went, how's that going to work out? Well, you saw he was the first to come out um, when they took Trump off the ballot in Colorado. Oh, yeah. And he was like, well, then I'm not on the ballot in Colorado. And I say every other Republican do the same. And it's yeah. like, well, that's the fucking right cool thing to do. But fuck this guy. Yeah, you know, no, it's he, like he's so smooth with that shit. He's going to win over those people. Yeah, but the, I, I, I'm hopeful that America is still too racist to let a guy named <laughs> Vivek Ramaswamy be go anywhere. I, be I believe in us. <laughs> but that's what he wants. <laughs> yeah, of course. He wants to be... Trump's like fluffer, you know. Yeah. And and the it, the pro the biggest problem is that if he just went the other way, if he was just like, you know what, fuck all this dog whistling racist bullshit that I believe in, and I'm trying to get all these right wing, he's like anti public education, he's anti public health, public health care. If he just went like made a left turn uh -huh. to like start talking to progressives, he'd probably have a much better shot winning over people like you and I. Uh, uh, with his politics, like if he was just like, uh, I'm, 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 I'm pretty nationalist myself. I'm speaking as me right now. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty nationalist myself. I do believe we shouldn't be fighting all these wars that we're fighting. I do think the military, uh, uh, money that we give to the military should be spent on education and diverted to like STEM education and all that kind of stuff and taking care of people. I think long term, that's a long term vision. If he just did that. Mm -hmm. Why the fuck would he not be the primary Democratic candidate for president? He like in like in so many ways he would be a front runner. Yeah. I would I would be like okay this is the guy. Yeah. But instead he's like no fuck public fuck schools fuck and affirmative action. But can he run as a Republican doing that, or you think he should run on, on the left or third party? I, I, this Republican Democrat thing is like such a stupid way to uh, like classify presidential candidates because mm -hmm. it's you hear that mike he's calling you stupid <laughs> no he's not he's saying your question was no, stupid. no he's not no he's not that's exactly what he's he my friend no he's not i mean your question was stupid <laughs> i think if he if he if he ran in today's race uh but how do you like run a i guess a primary like doing that what get the democratic nomination yeah it's not available this year yeah okay uh, like if i don't know i don't know how it would work yeah but if he could do that, if he could run as a Democrat in that situation, or if he was just a Republican uh, but said all the things I just said, yeah, which I don't think right. is possible to say. Like, yeah, I, like you know what you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you can't run as a Republican but also be like pro public schools and all this kind of sure. stuff. Yeah. But if it were possible to do that, to be that candidate, he would have such a better chance, and he would make a lot more sense, and he would have my vote. But mm -hmm. instead, he's like. Fuck public schools. He wants yeah. to like wants to make like charter schools or voucher programs like the national norm. He wants to end affirmative action, which has already kind of happened. But mm -hmm. he's pro ending affirmative action, mm -hmm. and that's really all I need to know about a guy to be like fuck this dude. Yeah. Like writing history's wrongs in that regard is like as woke as it sounds, like a very important thing to have happen mm -hmm. uh, because that would kind of play out for all the other things that are wrong in America, education, healthcare. Like it says about you that you care about people and you care about this country and you mm -hmm. care about the, the, the people who are struggling the most. But instead he's not doing that. He's mm -hmm. just pretending to be this fucking 
Donald Trump dick sucker, you know? Right. Well, it's interesting. I mean, you know, the, <coughs> I'm not sure if I respect it, but it uh, it does take some balls to do the lane that he's doing, mm-hmm. which is appealing to white nationalists while being an Indian dude. Yeah. And you'll see actual uh, racists on Twitter, and I'm not using that derogatively. I'm like, the people who call themselves racists on Twitter mm-hmm. will say, yeah, I like everything he says, but if he's president, he's just going to open the borders to India, you know? Uh-huh. Like, that's what they believe. To the Indian portal. <laughs> right. <laughs> Cricket's going to be in the national sport or something? Yeah. yeah. No, I'm, first of all, it's too late. The borders are already very open in India. We've already taken all the, the jobs, so good good on that, buddy. Um, Which, nothing wrong with that. No. Yeah. But, like, it, it it's, it's insane to think that he could be so much better than he is he just refuses to to do that and it it's not like i don't it's hard for me to believe that he actually believes any of the shit that he says mm-hmm. because i know that guy mm-hmm. right. right 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 you know what i mean like i know that guy yeah you know and like i just want to grab him by his fucking shoulder shut the fuck up man this is my cousin bro like yeah. I, I know you bro. Yeah, you're yeah. you cannot be this but that does seem to be com- like a common immigrant experience where you're like well why can't they get it it's together a, it's that you survivor know, it's everybody com- yeah it's a survivor complex so yeah like, we did it why can't they get it together it's like yeah. your will your your whether it be willful or not you're ignoring uh, the other stuff you know three four hundred years of oppression of, yeah. of society ingraining in its laws yeah uh, that minorities, black people, uh, shouldn't be allowed things. Mm-hmm. You know, I, 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 one of my videos got like used on a New Jersey like clip aggregator mm-hmm. about my dad having a liquor store in Irvington, and uh, someone commented like, "Oh yeah, these Indians they moved to these black neighborhoods and opened up liquor stores and sold poison to us," and it's mm-hmm. like. We were. Would you like to respond? Yes, I, and I was like, and, and I that was that really bothered me. <laughs> yeah. That bothered me bec- yeah. because it's it, it ignores the fact that it's not like we were like, don't give these black people any loans, mm-hmm. don't let them open up businesses, let the right. Indians. It's right, just right. that's where the opportunity was. Yeah, and it's not our fault mm-hmm. that you're saying it's Whitey's fault. It's Whitey's fault. Yeah, it's Whitey's White, fault. It's Whitey's fault for sure. Um, and, and so th- like. The the people, the minorities, the Indian, the, the Indians that feel the way Vivek does, see that as them take giving being given the same opportunities that black people were given and, and they bootstrapping their way to the top. It's like, mm-hmm. no. Mm-hmm. When my dad opened that liquor store up, it was probably at the expense of a, a black person that wanted to open a liquor store up, yeah. but couldn't we wasn't granted the loan because mm-hmm. of Years and eons of systemic racism. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make him a winner necessarily. It's just right. that's how the game was being played. Right. And so that minority, that survivor complex, it, it bugs me so much because I've yeah. seen it in my cousins. I've seen it in a lot of yeah, people yeah, that yeah. I consider close and uh, and smart. Sure. And it, so with Vivek, it's like, bro, like, who are you whistling to, bro? Yeah. Who are you talking to? Yeah, yeah. And I just want to fucking first. I want to slap him. And be like, hey, man. 
Like get, you keep doing this, and I and I keep picturing you picking <laughs> no, him up to your to, height. I just want to, yeah. <laughs> like holding him to your <laughs> eyes. Listen, man. Yeah. I just want to shake, shake him once to be like, stop the bullshit. Yeah. And two to be like, fix your fucking hair, bro. You look fucking dumb. Yeah. Yeah, it is rough. It, it's rough, dude. It is rough. I guess there's something about identity politics, which is like it's very kind of like self uh, self aggrandizing, and and it makes you not have empathy for other people how do you mean what do you when, mean? when when people are too into like their own identities they mm-hmm. stop they it makes them not think about other people's identities and the stuff they've been through yeah for sure, sure. and know? i think i think uh vivek it's is like could you imagine if italians were like slaves at any point like we would never <laughs> we would never shut up what do you mean if we, were, if we were slaves in like the 80s, <laughs> the 80s. we'd still be bitching about yeah. it <laughs> for sure yeah for sure I mean, we did get lynched in like the 1800s but nobody like has any but connection did, to but that. did you deserve <laughs> I don't think so. Maybe. I don't know. Johnny, can you look that up? Johnny, Google did Italians deserve to get lynched in Louisiana. Lynched with in Linguini. In Louisiana. Yeah, actually, for, real? for real that happened? Yeah, and uh, yeah. Teddy Roosevelt, before he was president, he actually apparently told the Italian ambassador he thought it was a great thing that all those Italians... Because, yeah, the, uh, it's, I, I believe... He just called him drunk. <laughs> it's like... Uh, the largest like mass lynching in U.S. history was Italians. Jesus, but it was uh, the day before it actually yeah, it was the w- premiere of Godfather Three. <laughs> <laughs> and then we all committed suicide. <laughs> yes, yeah, the, the 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 largest mass lynching was Italians, but the day before that, it was actually the largest mass groping in U.S. history <laughs> in the city of New Orleans. <laughs> like, y'all, we got to put a stop to this. <laughs> that is so funny. Yeah, it was the largest. <laughs> just, like, just a hundred Andrew Cuomo's got strung up, basically. <laughs> just just a thousand guys on mopeds harassing underage girls, <laughs> and they all got lynched. <laughs> it's like the eighteen hundreds; they all have spray on tans. Yeah, I think it was turn of the century, like early nineteen, yeah, early nineteen hundreds. I had no idea yeah. that. How many was. did they lynch? Like a hundred, right? No, it wasn't that many. <laughs> yeah, I think it was Sean. No, well, let's find stop out. Stop whitewashing let's, our. Let's find out like a hundred. No, they're always they're always exaggerating. You know, <laughs> actually, if you do the math, you like couldn't lynch that many Italians. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Woodrow Wilson was like, the Italians are being dramatic again. <laughs> they're saying it was a hundred, but it was only twenty. In eighteen ninety one, eleven Italian Americans were oh. lynched in New Orleans. Hmm. So eleven is the the largest number in one day mm-hmm. in U.S. history. Dead. Mm-hmm. It's like lynching that they said, hey, we kind of feel bad about. What the fuck do you mean? It's 11. 11 is a very very low number. Yeah. Yeah. That seems. seems, So if you were the lyncher, you had like the easiest job in town. How many people would you lynch a week? Yeah, I guess. 11? That seems low, man. Right. It was because the the police chief in New Orleans had been assassinated and the people, they blamed Italian organized crime. (laughs) So they went around and they killed a bunch of Italians. <laughs> okay, <laughs> kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a crime was committed. I mean, <laughs> we're literally just trying to feed our family. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> facts, dude. Yeah. Um, but yes, back to Vivek for sure. Mm-hmm. It, like identity politics. I don't think he really plays the game of identity politics. I think he kind of dances around it. But it's annoying when people are like, "Oh, this thing that we went through is the worst thing." Yeah, you know. Because you're seeing it with some other people that I won't mention. Um, you know. But anyway. <laughs> well, it is interesting. I mean, I guess just as a white guy, you know, I don't... I'm the default, so I don't really feel represented when I see, like, an Irish person who, you know, has power or whatever. Uh, 
I don't know, does it actually do anything when you see somebody of your racial group in power, but they suck and you hate everything about them? I mean, does that kind of representation benefit people? I think uh, uh, it's net positive when a, uh, a brown person, an Indian person does something of that stature, of that caliber. I think it's like, okay. To me, it's, it's shocking to me that Indian people, we had one like regular candidate, Bobby Jindal, Mm-hmm. And then we went straight to mm-hmm. fucking lunatic, <laughs> right? You know, it's yeah. like it, to me that means that in the next round in, in 2028, maybe we'll have like a a sane, watered down version of a yeah. Indian president. Maybe candidate. it'll be Suba. Yeah, <laughs> if she if she quits the game, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> if she divorces the in game. in the UK. That guy, that guy's Indian. Rishi uh, Rishi Sunak, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I mean, so like it, it's a net positive in that it it shows us, hey, we can do something like that. Mm-hmm. I think. I, I think I can say I can say with confidence that we'll probably have an Indian American president in my lifetime. Mm. You know, uh, uh, so it is cool to see, but it's also annoying to have that guy be the the candidate right now. He's so shitty, and when he's, he's so short too, he's such a tiny man representing. <laughs> how him. tall is he? They're gonna say all Indians are short. Wait, how tall? Like, what? How That's tall? not true. How tall is Vivek? Like five three? Can we can we oh, get a, can we check that? That's the <laughs> thing. I, I, I made no, fun I, of him. Probably like five six. I made fun of him for being uh, five seven. Uh-huh. Five seven. And I, I don't know if he's five seven. Yeah. And uh, and people were like, five oh, seven's not that short. I mean, for someone who is six yeah. foot one, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah bless tiny dog. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I can't have a president you can noogie. You yeah, know? Like, sure. So, so I made fun of him for being short, and then a bunch of people like height shaming. How mm. fucking dare you? Mm-hmm. Or like he's not. He's actually six one. It's mm. like what? What? Who <laughs> fucking shut the, Wall- f- the story? Of William Wallace. Vivek well, is seven feet tall. <laughs> it's like sh- who cares? Shut the fuck up. It's yeah. just jokes. Yeah. He's five seven, but seven inches of that is his hair. <laughs> is that true? Well, I don't know. His Should we Google height. it? No, I tried to find his height. I, you know, it, it, uh, who cares? I'm, I'm sure, yeah. dude. He got it wiped. Yeah, I'm sure his team is out there battling every. Single oh my he god, knows. he's my height. He's he's uh-huh. 100. Five, five? I think. No, wait, Vivek. This is Vivek actor. Well, he's not your fucking BMI. That's for sure. He's your height with uh, 200 fewer pounds. Sure. Mike, this is an intervention. I weigh about 207 pounds, so he's not seven pounds, Sean. When you, uh, when you oh. do drugs, do you go, my, my religion's right? Do you ever feel that way? <laughs> that must be oh, cool okay. being like an Indian running for president, though, because you know like every tech guy, so you can just get all your Google results cleared. A hundred percent. It's, he's definitely plugged into a lot of... Uh, Indian people. We know. yeah, we're trying. We can't even yeah, Google his height. Like yeah, Vivek height. Vivek height. Like he's at the height of his it's political looking, career. He's actually no. a really <laughs> tall guy. All the Google results are like, actually, it's a very above average height. But he weighs 152 pounds. How? That's like a fake number to me. Yeah. How does a how does a man <laughs> weigh that little? <laughs> oh wait a minute. <laughs> 152 pounds. That's nothing. I as think a, we should move on. As a, as I don't like pre- that one. As a presidential yeah. candidate, weigh 152 pounds. Yeah. Blow in the wind, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I I was always around like one seventy, one eighty, and then like in within like the last two years, I was just two hundred permanently, two hundred pounds. What happens? I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, but what are you gonna do? Carry it well. Are you like gaining mass? Do you gain mass as you get older? Anyway, who cares? No, I've, I've you gain I've, weight as you get older, right? I've tried to uh, make sure I maintain uh, one seventy to one eighty. Yeah, uh, for the past few years, and I think I've stayed at it. Like, and I'm also like. I might have like body dysmorphia. Sometimes I'll look in the mirror, and be like, "What the fuck are you been eating?" And Amy will be like, 
you look fine. What are you talking about? <laughs> you, can, you know, yeah. I'm just like, no, I feel fat. I got to go to the gym. And so that, that definitely plays into a, a lot of my psyche. But um, Nice. Vivek is short. Yeah. You heard it here first. Yeah. Thanks. Well, this show originally started out as a uh, sort of a show for my son in case I wasn't around. You know, we were like, what 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 information can I should I leave my son? Uh-huh. You, though, uh, you seem to have a very good relationship with uh, with money. Uh-huh. You seem to be good with money. Uh-huh. Um, you're you're um, you're a generous guy, but you also don't seem to worry about it. Uh-huh. Do you have any advice for our like some of our listeners who might be like poor um, <laughs> and, and struggling to pay their bills? Uh-huh. A lot of them, you know. Do you have any advice? Do you have any like philosophies on 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 that kind of stuff, or um, you uh, know? Because it seems like even before you uh, you you your the career started going well, you had a you're always pretty financially well, stable. Well, I had a I I've maintained I had a day job for a while. Yeah. Um, but no, I wasn't I wasn't financially stable when I was when I had a day job. I was. You know, when you grow up with a dad who uh, uh, had a liquor store and was shot at, his his mentality was always like, "You can't leave, you can't leave here with it." So might as well just like enjoy your life and like and, and live like that. And so, not saying my dad was imprudent or anything, but he was not like a rich. He was not rich dad, poor dad. Read, yeah. Reading those books and right. like, oh, this is what you have to stack away and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. For me, it's been a, a learning process um, to to make sure I squirrel away some money and and uh, uh, <clears throat> what's what's done it for me is that like all my peers that are not in comedy are like finance guys yeah. or doctors yeah. and uh, uh, to keep up with them and like make sure I can participate in their conversations about how the market is doing. I yeah, have yeah. to be be a little more prudent than I would be otherwise. Right, and also like having a wife. Kind of makes you be like, oh yeah, I should probably save a little bit of money uh-huh. uh, for us at some point in the future, you know? Like, yeah. why, wait, why? <laughs> <laughs> wait, why? <laughs> I'm so lucky. My father-in-law is like a fucking loser because I, 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 I think her standards are much lower. <laughs> no, I think uh, I, I just I grew up knowing how. I didn't want to worry about money, mm-hmm. uh, and I still worry about it. It's yeah. not like it, that ever goes away, mm-hmm. um, because we're in a business where it's not the tides could change. Yeah, immediately, you know, yeah. like overnight could say something or do something. Or yeah, Trump something. could ban TikTok. Yeah, and, and then I, what? And now fuck. <laughs> yeah, you know, like it, it, it's it's one of those things where like that entrepreneurial kind of thing. Yeah, it never goes away. Right. <clears throat> Until, right. until you're like, okay, I got fucking $20 million, and then, okay, maybe I'll feel, like, good about what, what's going on Yeah, with me, but, but then you get divorced. Yeah. And, and then there goes... Of course. Yeah. You, the, the hoes take all the monies, mm-hmm. you know? Right. And then you got to hire a hitman. Yeah, and... it's a whole goddamn thing. Yeah. You know? And they got to pay for lawyers, all that kind of shit. But, like, for me, I've just tried to... Uh, like oh now me DMing porn stars is a problem now that I have twenty million dollars <laughs> it was never a problem before yeah. <laughs> it, it, it it's just it's just been a constant lesson to just like do the basic stuff of yeah like save X percent of your money mm-hmm. put X percent in the market and don't look at it yeah and, and still like I'm I'm still like I don't budget yeah oh you, know, you don't I don't budget um, yeah I, I just kind of it sucks though yeah budgeting sucks yeah but. I don't do it. Yeah. Uh, it feels impossible. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, who wants to open an Excel? It's like a thing squirrels do. It's not like a human <laughs> thing. It's like I see squirrels yeah. do, and I go, "That's so like desperate and pathetic." <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. They're just nervous. They yeah, just they're keep bugging out for winter, corners. and I go, "Well, yeah. I'm human." Yeah, yeah <laughs> I go yeah. inside. It's like, buddy, you'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, <dude. laughs> you know, I still kind of live like that. Yeah. Um, uh, where I'm not like my sister budgets and stuff. She does. Yeah, yeah. Yes, my you sister. Know, oh, sorry, but it is interesting now. Uh, it's kind of against Christian teachings. If you want to take the the words of Jesus literally, mm-hmm. what he talks about is he says, and I'm paraphrasing the Sermon on the Mount here, but he says, look at the birds in the sky. Mm-hmm. They don't worry about where their next meal is going to come from. Interesting. And he I feel says, like that's all they do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just constantly worrying about the yeah. next meal. Yeah. <laughs> But, but Jesus didn't have a, a slut daughter like who needed cheese a... balls on the beach. <laughs> Seagulls go fucking crazy. But Jesus didn't have a daughter who needed a, a sweet sixteen party, and all of her <laughs> shitty friends were gonna make fun of her. It wasn't, you know. But so, but so, yeah, but that, just, that's I, interesting. I, what, I wonder if it's a cultural thing because it's like American Christians are really just pagans mm-hmm. with prosperity gospel and all this kind of bullshit about mm-hmm. if you're rich, that's Jesus rewarding you. Mm-hmm. And of course, if you read the Bible, it's ridiculous. That's paganism. There's nothing to do with Christianity. But anybody who actually right. followed Christianity literally, I think uh, you're really not supposed to save. You're supposed to give all your money to the poor, mm-hmm. and really? that would be the the perfect ideal Jesus. Nobody can. Not nobody except Jesus can get there, mm-hmm. but you're supposed to try to get as close as you can. Mm-hmm. And so this kind of uh, uh, there you go, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> but I just I, I wonder uh, if if any part of that is let's say uh, cultural differences um, uh, between Hindus and Christians uh, with these attitudes towards savings and and that kind of thing. I'm 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 sure uh, those attitudes definitely played out some way in my mom and dad's upbringing at some point. But if there were lessons from Hinduism, re-saving and all that, they were not imparted to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was it was definitely not a message I received. Mm. We have a goddess, goddess Lakshmi, of like wealth and prosperity. And some people pray to her, and uh, uh, they think, oh, yeah, they're supposed to have wealth and hoard it. Not hoard it, but like... If you're accumulate, if, yeah, accumulate. If you're if you're lucky enough to be in a position where you can, then you should. It's like uh, it's a sign of a good life and that your soul is on the right path to nirvana, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, I, I, I think maybe that might be some of the codification of it. Um, but uh, that's all just anecdotal. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, it was never like save this and do that. It was just like okay, well, maybe be a little more prudent. Maybe you don't need to buy every color uh, polo from Ralph Lauren. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I've gone through phases in life where I've done that though. Yeah, what bought every color? Oh yeah, oh yeah, hundred oh, yeah. percent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. lacrosse polo. Like, I had yeah. all. I had yeah. all the converses to match the 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 lacrosse polo. It just, it well, makes, it's, it and makes it's, you feel so empty. It's even yeah, worse for have. Mike because then two years later he's got to upgrade to double yeah. XL, <laughs> triple XL. You can't just keep this. You got to get I'm new colors in all of them. I'm literally not a large shirt anymore. Yeah. I've, I've gra- graduated up to XL. I thought you were gymming and stuff, lifting and... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's happening. Uh-huh. You, know? Well, you just eat pasta every meal, right? You just eat pasta every meal. Well, that'll yeah, do it. For breakfast. <laughs> I eat pasta for breakfast. That'll do it. Um, you make hand yeah, gestures. That pasta was what's bad that? for you. And then I said it to him, and he said it to me. Like, I thought, okay, maybe I'm wrong. Pasta is bad for you, though, right? Pasta is bad for you. Yeah. No, it's good for your soul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like bad. No, it's, it's unhealthy, for sure. Yeah. Especially, I mean, it's it's unhealthy if you don't have the physical 
uh, exercise routine to burn that shit off. Yeah. Which is hard, I imagine, with a child to, yeah. to maintain any kind of exercise regimen. But uh, that's what you got to do. Yeah. No, it's definitely my diet. I'm uh-huh. going, I'm going to the gym, but um, I think I look fine. Um, do you have like little luxuries that you uh, that you like to treat yourself to though? I eat if there's Ritz crackers in the house. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking I'll fuck up a whole Damn, sleeve. Nice. I'll fuck a whole sleeve up, dude. Yeah, <laughs> it is interesting though because I when I was in college, I had this like sales job in Jersey. We would go door to door and we would set up appointments for sale for home improvement sales guys, uh-huh. and I was making good money with that. But it's like. Yeah, the most I could really do was like buy clothes, and it always felt very empty to be like, "All right, I got a new, I got a new shirt." Yeah, I don't know. You should see his apartment, though. It's nice. <laughs> Thank you, man. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> work, like, I'm busy. I'm yeah, working. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't yeah. get to spend any time in it. Yeah, because I gotta pay for it. Yeah, right. Um, well, speaking of pasta, you want to talk about cuisine a little bit before we uh, before we wrap up? Oh yeah, what about cuisine? Indian food is better than Italian food. I said it here first. What? Thing. Yeah, I mean, I don't care if he says it. That doesn't bother me. <laughs> you think that's your I, taste buds in, in accustomed ways, to it? No, I, in, in some ways it is better. It depends on the dish. There's some Indian dishes I go like, that's for your buds and your buds only. I can't handle it. All yeah. right, well, calm down. <laughs> just don't disrespect our guests, please. <laughs> no, I'm saying it's good. I'm saying my palate is wheat. It's, it's, my palate mm-hmm. doesn't eat that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 What do you want to talk about it, cuisine? Well, it, it Indian food definitely like knows what it wants to be. Yeah, it's unapologetic. That's what the, I like about it. The most uh, the new the new hotness, the maca and uh, uh, Sema, the Indian restaurants in here in New York City. Yeah, uh, the most popular ones right now are owned by a company called Unapologetic Foods. Really? Yeah, and it's yeah. just like it is an assertive. Yeah. Like this is the flavor profile we're going to maintain. This is this is what Indian food tastes like, mm-hmm. and it is unafraid of. Being like, yeah, it's not for everybody. Yeah, and, and uh, it's not. Yeah, but if if you, if what are the ingredients that do that? Like the spices, the ginger, right? Because most turmeric, European food doesn't have ginger in it. Yeah, turmeric, coriander, uh-huh. uh, uh, garam masala, curry, like all those things. That it's those are declarative. Yeah. You know, you eat like a, 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 a cacio pepe or whatever. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah maybe a little black pepper, a yeah. little soft Parmesan cheese and uh, flavor profile. But Yeah, that's that's how you know the Italians are the least white because they use the closest things to spices in their food. <laughs> <Right>. Pepper <laughs> and, and garlic. And every other white person's like, whoa, whoa, they're crazy. <laughs> garlic powder? Holy shit. Yeah, I think. Uh, well, uh, you do fresh garlic. Oh, sorry. But yeah, I, I love fresh garlic. <laughs> Italian food is my probably third favorite. You know, yeah, yeah, Indian food, Middle Eastern food, and then no, you've said that. But what you think Middle Eastern is better than Italian? I love Medi- yeah. Mediterranean cuisine. It's I do. Just, yeah, it is. Yeah, like Mediterranean. It's, yeah, it's and better I, for you too. Yeah, I, it, Italy is in the Mediterranean, right? I mean, it's yeah. not in the Mediterranean, but like, it's just funny going out for Italian food, like for lunch, and you like just you can't walk afterwards, and you have heartburn. <laughs> it's and you're great. like, oh, it's the best cuisine in the world. <laughs> I'm going to Italian food after this. I'm going to Rich- you are? I'm going to Risholi, uh right Where, after this. Where's that? Um, uh, West Village on on uh, McDougal and, and West Houston. It's brand new. Uh, it's from Rome. Mm-hmm. Amy and I went when we were in Rome, and it was like because uh, uh, Matteo recommended it. Nice. And we well. Were- if uh, if you are affiliated with that temple in New Jersey, if you hurry, you can find Nimesh there at the restaurant. <laughs> yeah, please pray for me. Yeah. Um, I, well, well, I did want to ask about uh, the yeah. Sikhs because you oh. know, as like a white dude, um, you get uh, you have uh, myopia 
about uh, the the white uh, racial tensions, ethnic tensions, let's say, and you forget about other peoples until, you know, like what's happened in Canada. There was a Sikh activist assassinated, and federal prosecutors have just charged a guy with uh, <clears throat> trying to have a Sikh activist in New York uh, assassinated. And the federal prosecutors in their indictment allege that this was being done at the behest of the Indian government. I read a couple stories, and I can elaborate on all that. But I'm just curious, like, um, if uh, if there are these kind of uh, tensions with uh, Sikhs, or if this is more just a, a facet of the Modi government. I honestly have no idea where the history of the Sikh nationalist movement uh, uh, dovetails with what's going on in India right now. I do know that I think I think in the 80s there were some in the late 80s there were some violent activists that right. ended up killing uh, a bunch of people in, I, I think in Canada um, on Canadian soil or, or might have been in Indian soil but I'm not sure but the Indian government holds a grudge dude uh-huh. <laughs> and that that's clear they mm. they held a grudge they fucking had this guy killed, Hardeep Singh, uh, a few months ago. I remember hearing about it and thinking, what the fuck? That's bold as shit. India's really flexing. It was like the same month they sent uh, a, a spacecraft to the moon, mm-hmm. you know? And, like, and then they were like, oh, yeah, watch this. We'll also kill the fucking guy. <laughs> well, and that's the funniest thing. You're right. Like, India is flexing right now because yeah. the entire U.S. strategy is they need India to contain China. Mm-hmm. Like, they want... So, India... And, you know... They just, again, attempted to have somebody assassinated on U.S. soil. Usually that would be a massive diplomatic crisis. Mm -hmm. But Biden is just treating it like nothing because U.S.-India relations are so important in the view of the U.S. strategy of let's contain and isolate China that India, I mean, they do have an ability to just kind of, you know, it's like fuck you money, except you can just assassinate anybody who might be trying to make the Punjab province have a referendum for independence or whatever. Now, what happens if they you don't continue? Said, you said, or whatever, as if that wasn't exactly what I it mean, was. I mean, that that's exactly what it was, but I'm sure he has other beefs that he's going to kind of go down the list, Modi, um, and see see what he gets to. Yeah. What were you saying? Sorry. Now, what happens if they don't contain China? What if we just left it alone? What do you think? What's the What's the worst that's going to happen? Tick, TikTok for everybody, right? <laughs> everybody gets TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. The, the, yeah. the whole my like, kid starts building robots. Yeah, like, like every wow. everyone immediately gets good at science and math. Yeah, like, yeah. that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. I I I contend that some of what China does is okay. Mm-hmm. In the sense of they focus their education on engineering and yeah. science and shit. Yeah, and we're over here trying. I about mean, we you can't tell Americans about the trains because yeah. we're all autistic now. Yeah. So they got <laughs> to contain the uh, all the train information. <laughs> it's just so sad that we're we're all here learning, trying to dance and shit. Yeah, you know, it's like why the f- contain China? No, it's like maybe uh, focus on your own people. Uh, and, yeah. and give them education. You want to compete. Like, that's how you compete. Yeah, yeah you make education cool. Yeah. You got to be smart. You got to yeah. have education be cool again. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's just, it, we're headed in a direction where it's like, that's not at all what we want. Like, fuck all the books. That's how we'll beat China. It's like, yeah. what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, yeah dude, we're going to win this on street smarts. Yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's going to be sick. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. We, got, we got hunches and shit. We're going to figure it out. Yeah. We're going to challenge China to a fight in, like, an Applebee's parking lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And whoever wins has to. Yeah. 
But like, I guess tensions between Hindus and Sikhs, that's not as really relevant in the US and Canada, would you say? Is that more of a thing in India itself? I'm, I'm not privy to uh, the beefs that exist between those groups. Uh, I, I have no problem with the Sikhs, the Sikh people. I think they're, I have fans that are Sikh that come out to shows. I had Sikh people get mad because I made fun of the people that murdered Hardeep Singh. Like I made fun of the Indian the Indian agents that killed the guy. Right. Uh, but Sikh people got upset with me, thinking I was making fun of the guy that got murdered. And I was just like, "Bro, your turban's on too tight, man. You need to fucking relax. <laughs> like, chill the fuck out." And then like other Indians, he said, "I'm Sikh." You go, "Well, go to a doctor, hey, if you're so Sikh." <laughs> Hey, all right. <laughs> like I, I'm. There's no, you're gonna have motivation. <laughs> the guy's just sitting there getting mad. <laughs> His turban starts turning red. Uh, uh, people like like Sikh fans, like uh, the people that understood it, knew what I was talking about. Like I'm making yeah. fun of the people that murdered the guy. Yeah. And I, I, I know when I don't know enough to make a, a referendum on what the beef is about. Like, yeah. and I'm not gonna research it. Because mm-hmm. none of it's gonna be funny, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. It's not like, oh wow, like oh the the Sikhs and the the uh, Indian government have this long-standing beef be- about like farming and and the Sikh people trying to be separatists. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like oh hilarious, like yeah, I'm yeah. like that's I'm, I'm sure there's a deep history there that I'm not gonna look into. I don't want to Wikipedia it so right. I could go on stage and do one stupid joke about how Sikhs are farmers. Like, fuck the white Yeah, now I'm thinking, I'm like, has reading ever made my comedy better? Yeah, no, you never feel good. It never feels (laughs) good. No, it makes you go, oh, I guess I can't do that. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's the You gotta be like Joan Rivers, like just stupid and confident. (laughs) And that's how you become really funny. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I hope thousands of Sikhs come to leave Scott hate comments after that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure there's a a Sikh doctor that's got a, a... Jokes exactly in that way. Come on, of course. (laughs) Well, guys, any final thoughts before we uh, wrap up? Thank you for having me. Thank you for doing Um, it. I think uh, pasta for breakfast is a bad idea. Yeah. Well, I'm going to keep doing it. (laughs) Yeah. Can't tell me what to do. If you're listening and you're poor, your Steve Jobs entrepreneur idea is liquor store that opens at 5 Mm -hmm. (laughs) a.m. This is an underserved market right now. Hey, guess what we're doing on December 28th right here in New York City? We are having an Out for Smokes holiday party. We're having a little happy hour meetup at uh, Floyd Bar in Brooklyn, 131 Atlantic Avenue. Um, if you want to come, 5 p.m., little happy hour. Come say hi to the boys. You can meet us in person. And uh, to RSVP, please shoot us an email, outforsmokespod at gmail.com. We're going to see you guys over on the Patreon if you don't mind uh, – Joining us over there, if you want, five bucks a month gets you uh, an additional episode every week. Um, I want to thank our guest, Nimesh, for coming in here. Thank you. Good luck at the garden. Thank you very much. The 30th, go see. December 30th. available? Yes, fastandloosetour.com. Okay. So get your tickets uh, for that. And um, I guess that's it. Oh, Minneapolis, uh, January 26th and 27th at the Sisyphus Brewing Company. I'll be there. Hope to see you out. Go to microscenecomedy.com for your tickets. Yeah. And Patreon.com slash Out for Smokes. Patreon.com slash Out for Smokes. Thank you very much. Have a beautiful uh, holiday season. God bless. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.